Welcome to Wayfarer, where we can always work it out, because there's no time for fussing and fighting. That's a crime. In the midst of the slurry of sound bites, this podcast is like antimedia. It's filled with gaps and places for you to join in and respond. It's like a swimming pool for your soul. Well, without all the water in your ears. And you don't have to wait 45 minutes after eating. It's totally safe. Well, mostly. It's only half finished on its own. It needs you to be complete. Together, we'll explore a variety of spiritual practices, old and new, from responsive readings and quiet reflection to Lectio Divina. Each day of the week, we'll focus on a particular attitude or spiritual posture. Today, it's Freedom Friday! So, I'm just going to play some tape of me napping. You can't tell it, but I look so peaceful. But seriously, today we're talking about the discipline of rest and stillness that makes room for God in our lives. Now, throughout the podcast, you'll encounter a variety of voices and even be invited to participate. There will be places for you to respond in prayers and readings and songs. So, join in as you feel led, unless you're swimming. And if you are, I'm really sorry. Your phone is gone. I mean, you can put it in rice, but it's gone. We'll just have a moment of silence for your phone right now. It was a good phone. Until, of course, you jumped into the pool while listening to this podcast. Hmm. So, listen to your heart. Be attentive to the spark of the divine within you as we journey together. Hello, my name is Melissa Boland, and I would like to take a moment to reflect on the goodness and mercy of our Lord during this Easter season. I invite you to join with me in this prayer of hope, knowing that Redeemer God inhabits the prayers of His people as He calls us to trust in His perfect love. Will you pray with me now? I will pray a line and then leave space for you to respond with, I will trust in love. So after each line, you can respond with, I will trust in love. Let's pray together now. Dear God, power says that I must be easily labeled and categorized, but power says that I should look out for my own interests first, but Power says that money will make me happy, but power says that success will satisfy, but power says that bombs will keep me safe, but power says that fences will protect us, but Power says that difference is dangerous, but power says that generosity is foolish, but and love never fails. Thank you, God, for love that never fails. Amen. There is a green hill far away outside the city.
glad to save us all. We may not know, we cannot tell what pains he had to bear, but we Now today we're looking at John 12 again, this time in light of freedom, liberty, and rest. Here's John 12, 1 through 8. Six days before the Passover, Jesus came to Bethany, home of Lazarus, whom Jesus had raised from the dead. Lazarus and his sisters hosted a dinner for him. Martha served, and Lazarus was among those who joined him at the table. Then Mary took an extraordinary amount, almost three quarters of a pound of very expensive perfume made of pure nard. She anointed Jesus' feet with it, then wiped his feet dry with her hair. The house was filled with the aroma of the perfume. Judas Iscariot, one of his disciples, the one who was about to betray him, complained, This perfume was worth a year's wages. Why hasn't it been sold and the money given to the poor? He said this not because he cared about the poor, but because he was a thief. He carried the money bag and would take what was in it. Then Jesus said, Leave her alone. This perfume was to be used in preparation for my burial, and this is how she has used it. You will always have the poor among you, but you won't always have me. 
Now, today I'd like to think a little bit about Mary's perceptiveness. In the midst of all the disciples and followers, amid the dinner celebrating what Jesus had done for his friend Lazarus, only Mary senses the need to deviate from standard proceedings and pay attention to Jesus' needs. Now, we can speculate all day long on why this was. Maybe it was just in her DNA. But I think our world would be a better place with a few more Marys. People who are willing to deviate from their itineraries a bit, to stop and listen, and to offer some care. In a now famous study by Darley and Batson at Princeton University, seminary students were tested on their willingness to help a person in need. Now, don't go to sleep just yet. We'll just hit the high points here. Students were asked to give either a talk on jobs that seminary students might do well in, or to give a talk about the Good Samaritan. They were told to go to another building to give the talk, but they were put in various degrees of hurry. Some were told that they were already late, and others were told that they could go ahead and go over, but they may have to wait for a few minutes. Now, on their way to the talk, these devious researchers planted a victim on the sidewalk. This person was slumped and in obvious need of help. Now, you've probably guessed the outcome already. Was it the subject matter of their talk that made a difference? No. What seemed to make the most influence on the results was the degree of hurry the seminarians felt. Now, maybe it's our perceptivity to the needs around us, or maybe it's our willingness to deviate from our plans, but I know at least in my own experience, I have a tendency to get tunnel vision when I'm in a hurry, and especially when I feel pressured. In James Bryan Smith's The Good and Beautiful God, he talks about a practice that might help with this. It's the practice of margin. This is really simple. It's just leaving some extra time in your daily schedule. That way your entire day isn't so packed with one event after another. Now, I know that's easier said than done, especially with the demands of work and family and everything else. But I think that margin can also tie in with fasting. Not necessarily fasting from food, but fasting from those activities that may be taking up those margins of our lives so that we find ourselves more and more hurried. Maybe it's cell phones at the dinner table, or maybe there's an app on your phone that's taking up a lot of your downtime. Maybe you need to schedule a vacation. That can be a spiritual practice, you know. Or maybe it's not fasting that you need. Maybe you need to do something that seems exactly the opposite of what we're talking about and schedule something else. I know, your heart is sinking. But maybe you need to schedule your margin. Go get coffee with a good friend. Go sit on a park bench. Turn up your favorite song on the radio and drive around the block a couple of more times. Sing really loud. But practice deviating. So today, in our time together, we're going to move back to one of our simplest practices, just being attentive to God. Who knows where God may show up? Maybe in that guy walking down the street, in the cashier at the drugstore, in that lady driving the car in front of you. If you need some rest, if you need some margin in your life, ask God for it. If you need some help and some encouragement, ask for that. But whatever you need, take these few minutes and be attentive to the God who loves you and accepts you just as you are.
In the name of Jesus, and with thanks to him, amen. Wayfair is a production of Central Baptist Church in Lexington, Kentucky, a loving, healthy, and progressive gathering of Christians where everyone is welcome, no exceptions. Find out more about Central at LexCentral.com. There you'll also find links to subscribe to this podcast with iTunes or Stitcher. If you like the show, don't forget to share it on Facebook or Twitter and send us your comments. You can get in touch with us at info at LexCentral.com. This episode was produced by me, Aaron Austin. Thanks to everyone who joined in. And thanks to you for listening. Join us tomorrow for another step along our journey.